This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show. It is the Chicago First podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Haima Black, South by Southwest, Thursday of the Music Week of South by. And I'm here with a first-time guest on the podcast, Sylvie Grace. How are you doing? I'm doing so great. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's it's like, I don't know, we're pretty deep into South By, and it's been going really well. I know this is your first South by Southwest trip, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. So let's talk about like what brings you down here, and then we're going to get some background on you and all the kind of cool things that you have going on. But what was the um, motivation for coming down to South By for you? Well, I hadn't really known about South By until a few years ago, and I missed it last year, and I really wanted to go. All of my friends went and said it was a great time, but for me, it was all about getting myself out there as a musician. So I really wanted to take advantage of the exposure you get by just being at South by the networking that you do when you're around this many people in your field, you know? So I wanted to come and street perform, get myself out there in the most direct way I could think of. And I'm actually a street performer in Chicago um, during the summer on Michigan Avenue. So it's something that comes pretty easily to me already. And we should say, speaking of, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, you're a cellist in Chicago. So when you're talking about street performing, you're out there, you've got your cello, And you're doing that here, right? Like, you've already done, what, like, one day of performing outside, two days? Like, how has the response been to you um, doing cello? And and you have someone helping you, right? Yeah, I actually play with a drummer, and I use a looper when I I play my cello uh, so that I can sing over what I play. And I can have, you know, a melody and and a a repeating bass line. And... um, the, the response has been amazing. People, as soon as, like, you know, I'll, I'll use the looper, and when they see, when they hear the cello, but they don't see me playing, everyone's like, oh, like, what's going on? And, and then I'll sing. It's witchcraft. Like, it's, exactly. And then I'll sing, and they'll be like, oh, wow, she can sing too. And then, like, and then, like, I'll start, like, soloing over it, and it's just, like, people are super into it. And it just makes me feel so good about what I'm doing. It's just, like confirmation that I'm that I'm talented you know that I'm doing it (laughs) and so to kind of give people some background like how long have you been you know actively pursuing music how long have you been playing music how did you get started with the cello like give us some background on you as a performer So I started singing when I was about four or five. I uh, took lessons for about four years. Um, My mom noticed I was just singing around the house all the time and asked me if I wanted to take lessons. So it's really due to her that I'm in music at all. Um, When she thought that I had a a solid enough foundation in singing, she started asked if I wanted to play the cello. And I actually thought I was signing up for stand-up bass when I started playing but it turned out to be the cello and it turned out to, you know, I really liked it. So I kept doing it. And um, there were some points in like high school when I was like finding myself and struggling a little bit where I didn't practice as much as I used to. And so my mom kind of took the cello away and then I realized, wow, I really need the cello. That's the best way I think to motivate anyone. Be like, okay, if you're not going to use that, I'll use it. And they're like, whoa, no, 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 don't take that. Don't take, that's mine. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. So I started playing with school cellos and working for lessons. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I got into the whole looping thing when I realized I wanted to incorporate 
um, the cello into my performances because when I first started like writing my own music, I was just singing over beats, and I the cello is such it's what makes me unique you know so it's like I had to incorporate it into my performance somehow and I did that a little bit at first it was the transition into using the looper was kind of like I would play over beats and improvise over beats and then when I started coming up with bass lines I got the looper and I you know I started writing my own full songs so and so you have been performing around the city you've been working with a number of musicians when I say the city I mean of course Chicago you're from Chicago um talk about like who you're collaborating with in Chicago talk about like you know where you're performing like how could people um find you and your work well, I do do the social media thing, barely. So I do have a Twitter, um, at Sylvie Grace. I have a Facebook page. Um, I'm working on a website, but you can hear all my music on SoundCloud. Um, I'm working on a project where it's the production is basically built around what I play on the cello. And um, I'm working on that with a producer by the name of Ludlow. And he's at Up North Studios, the Up North Creative. So... Um, yeah, I, I also play, I do gigs, monthly gigs in the city um, where I, I play my cello and I sing with my whole my whole setup and everything, usually without a drummer, but, you know, for, for shows and stuff, I definitely have a drummer with me. Um, but I, I play at Lacuna for Second Fridays, mm-hmm. and um, I play, like, restaurants and stuff like that on occasion. But, um, yeah, I like to do gallery shows mostly. Like, that's kind of my thing is, is mixing the art scene and music scene. I think that's super cool. That seems like a good fit for what you're doing um and you've worked with like a ton of chicago talent like not that this is what you're solely limited to but you collaborate with a lot of like hip-hop artists in chicago like who are some of the acts in chicago that you collaborate with and work with um well i've had a ton of features on the project that i'm working on right now for example um i have glc on a track i have juice the track on a track Mm -hmm. i have um working on a track with the palmer squares um who are like blowing up like their name is everywhere those are that's another act that like we have to get on this podcast like they're in my head but i'm just seeing their name everywhere yeah they're great they're really great and i'm i'm super stoked to have them like on on my shit like i'm (laughs) pardon me i'm oh you can say whatever you want man this is a podcast okay yeah they're all on your shit yeah i'm so stoked for that but um yeah no uh i also work with uh different producers in the hip-hop community um like for example soundtrack who's lupe fiasco's primary producer and um, I also play cello on a lot of different artists music like I'll put you know I'll lay down some cello for their song or whatever um, for example I was just on the mines mercury rising um, I played cello on that and uh, yeah just stuff like that around I try to be in the studio as much as I can like it's it's my happy place it's my it's my money-making place sure. it is it's what I do, you know? So how did you start getting connected into that world where you're like, you know what, like, I really want to collaborate with a lot of, like, hip-hop artists. Like, you know, how did you start meeting them? Or, like, what was kind of your introduction to that space? You know, it was funny because the music that I was listening to before I got, like, super into hip-hop, and I'm granted, I'm not super into hip-hop. Like, I, I can't 
name a whole lot of people that I should be able to name in the in You've the got scene. GLC on your collaborations, okay. though, so I see that that counts for something. Okay, okay. Well, um, I guess it was funny. The, the music that I was listening to before was kind of electronic, and as the electronic scene kind of, as I started to listen to different types of electronic music, it kind of molded, like, morphed into hip-hop, like, my my listening taste, you know? Especially since electronic music is being incorporated into, like, everything now. Well, yeah, there's so much, like, crossover now. Exactly. Like, every song on the radio that's on pop radio sounds like a club track, yeah. you know? So Exactly. And I'm, I guess I wanted to... With, for example, with this project that I'm working on now, I wanted to show how the cello can be used in other genres of music. You know, like, not just, like, pretty, folky, acoustic, string Wedding sound. music, exactly. yeah. Exactly, and not just classical, but, you know, you can actually get to jumping on the cello. Like, you really can. And I guess I just wanted to also... Hmm, how do I put this? I guess I just wanted to show the kind of music that I listen to and my music and, you know, my, my sound and bring them together into like, a, like what you said, like a crossover genre, right. you know, and that I feel like that's exactly what I'm doing. And I really like rapping. I think it's really cool. And I think that it goes well with my music. So that's basically how I got into hip hop and everything. Now, do you have a project on the way, like an album EP? Like, I know that you're working on a lot of stuff. When can people hear that and in what kind of um, format? So I'm going to be dropping uh, my first EP in the summer, early beginnings of the summer. And um, I think... I don't know. I don't know who's premiering it yet, but I want to. I'm trying to get NPR to premiere it. That'd be amazing, and that'd be like a. I think a really cool fit too. Yeah, I mean, if, I feel like because of what I'm doing, it might be interesting enough for them to, you know, right. to to take it on. But I'm trying for the beginning of the summer, and the project is called Acoustic Trap. It's, um, you know. I love this. <laughs> that's amazing. So, yeah, and uh, that, that's the project I'm working on with Ludlow at um, Up North. So, yeah, that's, that's my, my thing for right now. Right on. Uh, what else is on deck for you, either for South By or for the rest of the year, like beyond the project? Or, like, is there anything else coming up that we didn't cover with you? Well, you know, I'm hoping that this is going to be my last year of street performing. I want to be in a good enough place um, by winter to be gigging and doing shows and doing features and making my money that way and have it continue into the summer and, you know, have be touring after this project. And yeah. I want to be traveling a lot to work because I have artists that, I, uh, that I've been trying to work with for forever that we've been only been able to work with via Skype and stuff um, in L.A. and New York and my Miami. So I'm just like, I want to be traveling. I want to have the money to travel as much as I can. And yeah, I mean, I'm ready to, to level up, you know. Right on, dude. I love that. And let's talk about the busking thing for a second, or, or maybe you don't use that term, but like, you know, okay. So when you're busking, you're out performing, um, like in the, the warm months with your cello out like around the city. What is that like? Like, do you like it? Are there challenges? Like, are there parts of it where you're like, oh man, this is the downside of like being out performing for a bunch of people on the street? You know, apart from hauling ass on the train, it's like the the positives outweigh the negatives. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I meet a ton of people, like a ton of really cool. That's how Soundtrack found me. He right. he saw me playing. He you know he watched for a second, made sure I knew what I was doing, and then he approached me and said, "Hey, I need some cello for Lupe's production." And you know that's it was a year later that we finally got together. But you know, it's but that's it's how those still, things get like seeded. You know exactly. what I mean? Like you meet somebody and then like two years later it's like okay let's finally do this yeah exactly so you know that the ball is finally rolling with that and I get gigs just from being out there people see me and they want me to play at their wedding or their restaurant or their special event or whatever because you know I'm classically trained so I can do a multitude of genres yeah and um and the money is good. The money makes up for the people that, that walk by and don't even, you know, spare a passing glance, you know? Like, the, the people that do give me attention and do support really make up for the, the people that don't care. <laughs> no, I love it, man. And Sylvie Grace, like, this is... I'm really glad we got to do this down here. Uh, you and I have been talking, like, for a little bit, and then we live in the same neighborhood. So this is something that I was like, man, we got to get you on the podcast. We got to get you on the podcast. And then when it turned out that you were going to come down here to South by, this was like the perfect time to do it. So thank you so much for like being out here early in the morning. Well, I mean, 11 a.m. is early for South by. Um, <laughs> thank you for doing this and taking the time today, man. Thank you so much. I've, I really appreciate this. Thank you. Of course. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descent.